Hello, this is Katie Sloan. And I am Dina DiCastro. Welcome to Let's Get Real Astrology, making the connection between astrology and real life. We aim to bridge the gap between astrological theory and how to use the wisdom of the planets in our daily lives. We'll share personal stories that bring concepts down to earth. We'll provide you with strategies for working with challenging astrological energies. And we will always focus upon how to use astrology to empower rather than to predict. If you want to understand how astrology can be used to make your life better, listen in. the show. Today we are going to talk about a a crowd favorite, Saturn, Saturn transits. Um, It's probably not going to be a fun show. (laughs) I don't know. What do you think, Dina? I think it's going to be fun. I think we've got to turn this uh, reputation of Saturn around. And I always am trying to do that. So I'm going to be pushing back on a lot of that typical stuff you hear about Saturn. Yeah. I think Saturn in in my um, earlier years was a lot scarier than Saturn in these years. Well, that's appropriate. Because, yeah, that's appropriate right? because I think that we grow into uh, our Saturns in a sense. We grow into things to do with Saturn. And I do think Saturn transits get easier as you get older because Saturn has to do with aging and and the limitations of age, but also the benefits of age. Being a grown-up. Being a grown-up, yes. Saturn requires it. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk a little bit about Saturn, uh, we can dig dig right in there. Yeah, let's do it. You want to? Yep. So here are the Saturn facts. Uh, Saturn takes approximately 29 years to go around the Zodiac. So that's why we have a Saturn return at about 29 years. And I say about because there can be a little give or take of a few months, you know, about 29 and a half is what it usually is. And then you have a second Saturn return at 58-ish. And then you'll have a third Saturn return if you're lucky in your late 80s, around 88 or so. Uh, so yeah, it's very regular in its cycles, but for everybody, you know, depending on how fast or slow Saturn's moving at the time, it can, the time of your exact Saturn return can vary just a tiny bit. Um, we have a major Saturn transit of Saturn making a hard aspect to itself about every seven years. And what I mean by that is that Saturn makes a conjunction to itself, then it makes a square to itself, which I call a waxing square. Well, I don't call it a waxing square. It is called a waxing square. (laughs) I made it up. Uh, I like to call it. (laughs) I like to call it a little thing called the waxing square. Uh, And then it makes an opposition to itself at 14 years after the Saturn return. And then it makes a waning square to itself about 21 years after the first Saturn return, or if you want to call it seven years before the second Saturn return, um, or wherever you are in the Saturn cycle. So every seven years, it makes these hard aspects, a conjunction square or opposition to itself. Saturn transits can be as brief as a few months or as long as a year. And often we get the year long 
uh, Saturn transit, which I had last year and I will talk about a little bit. Um, Saturn rules both Capricorn and Aquarius and is currently transiting Aquarius. So it's in a sign that it rules right now. And Saturn will enter Pisces in March of 2023. So it's been trekking through Aquarius since late 2020, I believe. And then it's going to be entering Pisces. I think it will dodge into Pisces for a bit and go back into Aquarius likely. And then again into Pisces in 2023. Uh, I think that's what's happening. I will have to double check that. But um, so, you know, the Saturn transit you know, this every seven years thing I, I find interesting because we always say our bodies change every seven years or all the cells in our bodies. So seven year increments seems to be a baked in important thing that we already know about. And I find it uh, a, a notable correlation, you know, that Saturn also has the seven year thing going on. Um, and I've been paying attention to those seven year passages, you know, in my life. And I also want to point out that although we talk a lot about the Saturn return, one of the major Saturn transits is a Saturn opposition, which happens at midlife. And on this podcast, we've talked a lot about the midlife transits. And this is uh, the Saturn transit that happens at age 43 to 44, which is the Saturn opposition. So that's one of those midlife transits, uh, which you could include with Pluto square, Neptune square, and Uranus opposition, right? And then the final one da, 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 is a Saturn opposition, which doesn't get a lot of press like Saturn return does. But it's again about Saturn things, uh, visibility, career, recognition, reaching your goals, leadership and authority. And if you think about it, you know, Saturn opposition time is a time that has to do with a lot of those things. So we'll get into all of this. But what do you think, Katie? How are you feeling about Saturn today? <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded question. Today. That is. As opposed to other I just, days. I just, every time you talk about these cycles, I sort of zone out. I mean, it's not that I'm not listening to you. <laughs> That's, but I'm like, hmm, yeah. <sighs> All right, seven, and then I no, I you know what? That I was thinking about ages, and I yeah. was like, yeah. I mean, I feel like Saturn ha- has played. Obviously, Saturn's going to play a big role in everybody's life, right? But I feel like when I have Saturn transits, because I've got kind of my planets are all kind of clustered together. It's like my Saturn transits don't usually last a year. They last like five years. (laughs) It's just like it seems like they last forever. Yeah. So I feel like I've had a lot of Saturn experience. um, Well, that's and really actually for the you know like I've learned to really appreciate Saturn more and more in the last probably 12 years. So, yeah, I mean, um, Saturn's pretty active in in everybody's chart because it has, there are these cyclical Saturn transits, which I just talked about. Um, But also we all, we all have personal Saturn transits going on, which means Saturn connecting with one of your uh, natal planets, right? Mm-hmm. So depending yep. on how your chart's laid out, it could go through a sector of your chart that has a lot of planets in it, and then you're getting a shit ton of Saturn 
right? Yeah. Which you've claimed yeah. that is happening to you all the time, but that's not <laughs> how it works. At all the time. Yeah. 24-7 <laughs> Saturn. Uh, hey, talk about 24-7 Saturn. I've got Saturn conjunct my moon in my natal chart, which, you know, I mention a lot because I feel like it's this, you know, it's it's really uh, manifested in my life in so many ways. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, let's just start with that. Like if you're attuned to Saturn, meaning you have a prominent Saturn in your natal chart, I think that Saturn transits then become easier in a way. Like I wouldn't say Saturn times were always easy for me, but I am able to, I feel like I'm able to understand why I'm going through what I'm going through a little better. And that helps like Mm -hmm. it, I'm able to think in a Saturn way, you know, like, okay, this in the end, this is going to be good for me. It's like knowing that I have to take my medicine and why versus feeling like randomly beat up by the universe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Inter- yeah. Cause I was just thinking that interestingly, my Saturn is in my 11th house mm-hmm. personally. It doesn't, my personal, my, you know, my personal Saturn doesn't touch on any planets. It doesn't make any kind of conjunctions. It's unaspected. Nothing. Yeah. It's unaspected. And I feel like I've always had a hard time sort of coming to grips with what that Saturn mm-hmm. in my chart means. Like I can never really, it's always helpful to have other people to have a take on that Saturn. Cause I, I feel really out of touch with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I wonder what that feels like. Cause you know, Saturn, when Saturn was conjunct my moon transiting, that was a very difficult time in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder what that feels like to have that conjunction natally all the time, you know? Well, let me tell you. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about it. Um, for me, it's, it feels like one thing I can say with Saturn conjunct the moon is a lot of childhood issues have um, stayed very close to the surface with me, meaning I think a lot about my childhood stuff and the moon brings in the childhood theme, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a lot in my memories and the hardships of childhood because I would say my childhood was much harder than my adulthood has been, which is the good news. And here is more of that theme of things, Saturn things getting easier as you get older. You know, I feel Mm -hmm. like my life improved vastly post first Saturn return, actually. Um, Overall, you know, I feel like the childhood, um, you know, for kind of getting like Liz Green psychological astrology stuff, you know, the way that you would look back moon Saturn is like, well, a lot of deprivation, a lot of harsh environment, a lot of abandonment and loneliness uh, in the childhood. And that was all true. It would seem, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I would think like a, a definite, like ingrained sense of responsibility too. Yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, how it actually showed up for me as a kid, I, um, was the oldest of three. Um, my middle brother is on the spectrum, you know, he's on the autism spectrum and it was, 
really hard on my mom to take care of of all three of us, but then also to have a kid with special needs. Um, and my mom and dad got divorced when I was six. So I stepped in and was doing a lot of the mothering. And my mom also had um, undiagnosed uh, depression. So talk about <laughs> a recipe for, you know, the oldest kid feeling like I had to take care of everyone and everything and make sure that everybody's needs were met. And then my youngest brother um, is eight years younger than me. And I also partially, you know, helped raise him too. And yeah, so there was a lot of responsibility on my plate. And then my mom uh, went into, she actually checked herself into what was then called a a sanitarium (laughs) a couple Mm. times as when I was a kid, once when I was 11, and then again, when I was 15. And at those two points, I just remember you know, being cared for by babysitters and family members, but still feeling like, and you know, this is, this is on me to make sure my brothers feel mothered. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, even as I talk about that, like, uh, it's so like, it's so close to the surface. Like I want to start crying. Yeah. It's heavy. It's heavy. Sure. It's very heavy. Uh-huh. But then, you know, I chose, um, as an adult, like, believe me, I had, I, once I got out of that household, <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> like I, I went to college, I partied, I like got free of a lot of responsibility. Um, after my, my first out of return, I feel like my life really took off, you know, in my late twenties and in a, in a way different direction, free of a lot of that heaviness and responsibility. Um, but it was very much with me as a kid and it shaped me for sure to be unfortunately sometimes overly attuned to responsibility and taking care of other people uh and also feeling like the other shoe's always going to drop like when is the mm-hmm. shitty thing going to happen to spoil all my fun and it makes it hard for me sometimes to really enjoy life as much as I could, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have that same sense too. Mm -hmm. I have that in myself where it's like, it used to be a lot heavier. Like when's the shoe going to drop, you know, it's like, or sometimes I would have a good time, Mm -hmm. a really good time. And then Mm -hmm. basically the next day, everything would blow up, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, see, that's what I get for having fun. You know, Yeah. it made fun, uh, very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. You but know. I don't have the Saturn moon conjunction, so I don't know what my problem was. <laughs> <laughs> we could find other things in your chart. Perhaps. I'm sure we could. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think for me, when Saturn comes around, there's a familiarity to what Saturn energy feels like. And that's what I mean by Mm -hmm. being attuned to Saturn in your chart. If you look at your own chart, if you've got a a big Saturn, meaning it's tied into a lot of planets by aspect or it's on an angle or, you know, when I say like this planet is big in your chart, that's what I'm talking about. Um, Or it's your chart ruler or you have a lot of Capricorn, you know, by definition, then you have a big Saturn. Then 
you're naturally attuned to Saturn in a way that makes it perhaps easier. That's my theory to deal with Saturn time. So it doesn't automatically mean it will be, but I mean, for example, you know, the, the biggest Saturn, uh, time that I had that came to mind, um, was my Saturn return. And I wanted to talk about our Saturn returns. So I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So my Saturn return, uh, I actually, just before it, I had decided to move from California to Oregon and I had lived in California my whole life. Um, I moved here without a job. You know, I was able to move in with my little brother and, um, but I had like no money, no job. Um, I had a vague plan of, I'm just going to go, you know, my mom was living here and my brother was living here. And, uh, and I had just graduated from, uh, my master's degree in English and was wanting to get a job in teaching. So I just had this vague plan. That's what I'm going to do. But it really did all fall into place. Like I got here, I met, I met the right people. Um, I made a close friend, my friend Mireille, who I'm still friends with to this day, like, you know, 20 some odd years later. Um, and uh, I met my, what became my first husband at that time, just after I moved here during my Saturn return. And I got a job pretty easily in retrospect. Like at the time, it seemed like, oh, I had to I keep having to look for a job. I was only you know, working temp jobs for a few, few months. And then right at my Saturn return, <clears throat> I got a job at Clark college teaching, uh, developmental English, which is like basic, basic English for incoming students. And it was, you know, at that time it was a dream job for me at that age, you know, being Saturn return. And I was the young- youngest teacher on the staff and, you know, the students all kind of like made fun of me a little bit because of how young I was. Cause I looked younger, you know, <laughs> I looked like I was about yeah. 24 and some of them were like 19. So it was, it was fun and different, but, uh, I, I enjoyed that time of my life a lot. Like it just things started happening for me and falling into place that created the structure of how my life went for the next several years. Right. And that's what I think mm-hmm. Saturn returns can be about are these defining moments. You know, I got married the next year. I had this job. You know, I found a, a house. Um, all these things fell into place. Now, I don't think that for everybody at their Saturn return, things just magically fall into place. Hi. <laughs> as, as we're about to hear from Katie. <laughs> You could have a really different Saturn return. That's beautiful, Dina. (laughs) I know. Like, and I'm trying to think what was, what was hard about it was, I mean, there were hard parts. The hard part was at first, um, there was loneliness. There was a big risk that I had to take in leaving one state where I lived all my life and move to another state. I mean, that was a big, that was the first real big girl thing that I ever did. Yeah. You know, um, and that, that was the risk I needed to take. We talked a lot last time with Jupiter and risk. And I think the risk that Saturn required was for me to decide, are you going to stay in this place 
where you feel safe, but is not really fitting for you? Or are you going to take a risk and, and go somewhere else, you know? And, um, it just, yeah, it worked out well, but, and I've been here ever since. So I think it was the right decision for me. Um, but that's also a thing with Saturn returns and major Saturn transits is it's big decision time. It's like, you have to go one way or the other and you can't just sit on the fence and that could be challenging. The one thing that I uh, has always stuck in my mind ever since I've learned astrology was Saturn seems to require that you let go of the things that are, that don't allow you to move forward in your life and like stand in your, stand in your power, you know, allow you to, um, grow. Mm -hmm. Right. So I feel like like that time requires some amount of shedding that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and I yeah. think, you know, for sure. And it you can look at Saturn returns also as the closing of one chapter of your life mm-hmm. and then the beginning of a new chapter. It, it is the ending and the beginning of a new cycle, just like the new moon um, is the same in the lunation cycle. And we can look at the Saturn cycle as an outpicturing of the lunar cycle too. And it has some similar uh, similar energies to that, you know, if you overlay the lunar cycle to the Saturn cycle. So for example, the Saturn return being like the new moon, right? Therefore, yeah. in the time in the time that is uh, leading away from Saturn return, let's say let's stick with first Saturn return you know, the early thirties, it's still, you're still figuring it out. You're like new in some endeavor and it's that still carrying some of that new moon waxing energy. Like you're not quite fully formed yet. You're working it out. You're experimenting. Um, so it, you grow with, uh, the Saturn cycle in your career specifically, you know, and that's another thing to point out, like it's not just about career, but Saturn is very much about the in, whatever endeavor you're going to commit yourself to for the most part, you know, over mm-hmm. the next several years. And that can change. Like you can shift and change that. But often it's to do with a major Saturn transit that you shift or change direction on career yeah. and, and purpose in the world. It seems like Saturn through your 12th house, you know, is that closing down period where it seems like you're moving into the new cycle once it crosses over your ascendant and into the first house, right? Yeah. I've seen it work like that for me, you Mm -hmm. know, because I feel like since my Saturn return happened in my 11th house, it seems like that was the kickoff to me having to like pretty much change everything in my life. Mm -hmm. And then once I it that was like a you know it seemed like it was a few year um step until i yeah i i really feel like cyclically that was that it was after saturn crossed my ascendant that that's when things started really shifting for the better for me mm-hmm. and then just went da, 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 you know through each phase got progressively better yeah yeah, and I think that that also is is about inner work. Like 
I think that the better or the crappier a Saturn transit goes is directly related to how much work you're willing to do on yourself and how mm-hmm. much self-awareness you have and how how much you're uh, willing to grow up, you know, yeah. um, to put it very- Well, it sounds like you set a good foundation by, I mean, you know, like even the things that you did, finding your path, going to school, mm-hmm. coming out, making that change, and then- your, the career piece got presented to you and like you were doing things that I always think that if you're doing the right things that Saturn will kind of offer you gifts. Yeah. And if you're, if you're not doing what's right, truly right for you, you know, that it's, you're going to have a much harder time, which is my Saturn return was like, (laughs) so let's, let's hear more about your Saturn. (laughs) Let's hear more about it, Katie. I want to hear more about your Saturn turn. I'm not sure how much of it I want to share. Okay. Um, no, I will. I will. I just, I, I think that, I think, you know, we've talked about before, like I had a, um, I had issues uh, with my family early on right. in my very early 20s. I had a, child when I was 21. So when my friends were all off in college and doing those kinds of things, you know, I was trying to figure out how I was going to make a living, how I was going to be a single mom. You know, I've really did not have the support that I really needed to, um, excel or, you know, for both my daughter and I, it was, uh, it was really difficult. Not, not the part about you know, having a child or being a mom, but just life, you know, yeah. life being a, a young person and on your own and not having the skill set, right? Right. And I think I always sort of chose, you know, the the pertinent part about having Saturn in my 11th house is sort of um, choosing groups of people who seemed to be depressed, having a hard time, mm. you know, like I wanted to hang with people who are real and I did like sort of underdog types mm-hmm. and I felt like hanging out with those kinds of people required much less risk for me than to hang out with people who um, were going places you know, yeah. Um, I, I think on different for different reasons psychologically for me, um, but I did at that time. I had been having a very difficult time. Um, I had been, I had come out of a career where I was being like uh, grossly sexually harassed. I quit my job and um, sued my boss and. At that point, you know, I was only like 27 or whatever, and that had been my career. Like I had a pretty decent career that I had built with this man um, who it was confusing for me because he felt like a friend and he felt like my boss and he was always trying to have sex with me and I wasn't doing that, but, and so I had to leave anyway. So when I left that at that time years ago, um, to be a 
young woman and to stand up to somebody like that um, was difficult. But then on top of it, I lost my career. You know, it was Mm. really hard. It was going to be hard for me. At least that's what I felt was it would be hard for me to find the same kind of job and the same kind of career and explain why I left a job I'd been at for, you know, six years. Um, It just seemed like I was going to look like an idiot, you know? And women still have that trouble, you know? But um, so I took this crap job as an apartment manager and I just cried. I mean, I just hated it. I hated it so much. And I got involved with this guy who was going nowhere and his friends and the whole experience, like I was just in such a bad, bad spot at that time. Um, and so unsupported and then hanging out with these people that were really like doing nothing good. Um, I sort of stopped doing my work. I just sort Mm -hmm. of, I just sort of let stuff go. I just was like, I felt like I had kind of thrown my hands up to the universe and was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm hitting dead ends all over the place and I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so I got fired from my job and it started this sort of like, it was like all the dominoes fell. I mean, it was like in that week, my car, the engine blew up. Like I, because I was the apartment manager, I lost my place to live. I, you know, lost my source of income. I just was like, it was like, what am I going to do? My parents, my dad wasn't speaking to me. My mom lived in Idaho. You know, I didn't, I was just hanging out with these losers. And (laughs) so I found myself homeless, you know, Mm. jobless, homeless, no car, no, you know, and it, it started, um, that, I think that was like, people would let me stay with them that I knew for a while, but I was still dating that loser guy. And so that would end because they didn't want him, you know, anywhere around them. And, um, it just started this cycle where I basically hit absolute rock bottom mm-hmm. and then had to pick myself up and decide piece by piece how to rebuild my life and which direction I wanted it to go. Yeah. And um, so that's what happened at my Saturn return. Wow. Wow. I, I really had what down to having absolutely nothing. Talk about like as harsh as it can be <laughs> from mine, which yeah. was like as good as it can be. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I guess after the childhood I got, well, you also had a shit, shit childhood. I know. So I frankly, some shit happened there too. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's no rhyme <laughs> or reason. But, and here's the other thing like, I want to make clear you didn't deserve any of that. That <laughs> Saturn doesn't just like, oh, here, you deserve to be punished. What, who knows why things happen the way they do sometimes, but then, you know, there's that saying like, it, what matters is what we do with the circumstances we're dealt, right? So you were dealt these extremely harsh 
circumstances. Yeah. And some of them had to do with your decisions, like dating the shitty guy, which we've all done, like right there with you on that one. <laughs> um, but like what it did was it's it's cold water in the FaceTime with Saturn. You know, there is no... Mm-hmm. There is no give. There is no, uh, oh, well, you could do this and maybe get away with it. Like you can't get away with anything. So yeah. you must figure out a way to survive and make it work, right? Which you did. Mm-hmm. It was not easy. No, it wasn't. It was not easy, but you did it because you're but here. Every, yeah, and every step. Once I hit the bottom, mm-hmm. every step back up was an accomplishment. I mean, it yeah, was I a bet. serious accomplishment. So, um, yeah. And and it was, I feel like that was the end. It was the definite, like, end of, um, of, a, of a cycle and an era for mm-hmm. me, you know? Yeah. Where... Um, I think after like 38 and it was all the work that I put in from 28 to to 36 probably. So seven years about. Yeah. Seven years. Uh, yeah. Was um, that I think after that period of time, my life progressively got better and I got stronger and I could really see like, the lessons that Saturn handed me, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it doesn't seem fair. No, <laughs> there's a lot of things that didn't seem fair in my life, and have, no, you know, but um, but I'm uh, I have a great deal of compassion and understanding for basically anything that anybody's been through. I feel like I've almost been through all of it too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you have, you mm-hmm. have, and you know. So how you dealt with it, though, is what I'm interested in is you, a very Saturn attitude is, in a good way, is to just say, well, this is reality, so I better figure something out. Not, mm-hmm. uh, the the antithesis to that is whining about it, taking it personally, and, you know, just feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. Like you could, we all get to do that for a little bit, but that's not going to get you moving forward. (laughs) And Saturn's about moving forward, getting, doing what needs to be done. And it gives you the strength to do that, actually. I mean, that's what Saturn Mm -hmm. times are good for is giving you some strength and some backbone to do hard things. And if you don't, if if you curl up into a ball for the whole time and say, I don't want to deal with it, then it's not going to go very well, right? It, there is yeah. a choice. Like you could have chosen to just not deal with reality mm-hmm. and you might still be homeless. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's extreme. But Well, I think that, that, that I, you know, like I used my daughter as the catalyst to bring myself up from that space, mm-hmm. you know? It was like, I think I spent, <laughs> it's, I mean, and I think I'm going to cut myself a little slack here where I probably haven't before, but it's pretty fucking understandable 
why I would feel like the world had shit on me. Absolutely. You know? Like, like through, you know, up until that point. Um, right. I just felt like I could not catch a break in a lot of ways. And, and not to say that, you know, I think that when you're in your early 20s and stuff, life is difficult. And sometimes you're an asshole and you don't make the best decisions. And like, you know, yeah. um, but I mean, I, I know I was trying hard and I think that there was at the point where everything sort of fell apart. I know that for a, a period of time that I did wallow in it and was like, oh my God, why, why me? You know, mm-hmm. but then there's this little person that is also counting on you and then you have no choice. There's yeah. no choice. For me, I mean, there is there are choices and people make them, but for me, I feel like that person was the catalyst to get me back up and say, "Okay, I got to do this better because I've got to do it for her," you know? Yeah. Um. So yeah. I'm, I'm endlessly grateful, in some ways, for having a child that young because I think it helped me to really grow up. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. I mean, if if she was your Saturnian burden, that actually was a gift, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and not to make say she's she's not a burden, but like the responsibility, you know, so Saturn is about responsibility and she was your responsibility and you could not, I mean, like you said, it is a choice. Some people walk out Mm -hmm. on their kids, you know, but you didn't and you had to make your own life better so that she could have a good life. And that's, that was the face of Saturn showing up at that time and saying, okay, here's where the responsibility that you've created is now a gift. Yep. You know, even though it it's probably so didn't funny. feel like it. We were, <laughs> no. And I remember one time she was having a, a difficult, really difficult time. Um, and we were talking and I said, you know, something, Jordan, you, before you came into this life, you were talking with whoever, you know, was making the plan, God or whatever. And you were like, okay, in this lifetime, I want it to be really hard. I want you to give me kind of a crazy mom and (laughs) like, you know, crazy dad. And, uh, I think it's just going to be fun and, and a challenge. And then, they were like, well, okay, if that's what you want, go ahead. You know, so I was like, I guess, do we write the script before we come in? And maybe, you know, that's the way I sort of look at it. Sometimes it's like, I must have asked for this. You know, wow. I, must have, I must have thought I could handle it. You know, uh, we'll never know. That's what I will never know. We'll never know. I've always <laughs> thought that that's how it worked. But I want to say, too, that one time I said that on a podcast and s- some people reacted really badly because <laughs> so I was on a podcast and I said, I believe, and this is the truth of what I believe, that we choose um, our parents, for example, before we come uh-huh. in. Like our souls, we're making a soul plan before we come in, Right. And, yeah. and we decide the parents that we want. And I mean, according to what our higher self wants, not to what our personality is necessarily going to want once we get here. And there were some people, 
you know, my, the host of the podcast put it out there as a meme, kind of like without my permission. I wouldn't have chosen that quote from the conversation to, to talk about it uh, or put it out as a meme on Instagram. But like we choose the parents that we blah, blah, blah. It made it sound out of context like oh, I was no. being really new agey about it. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So I do. Yeah. So oh, one no. woman was like, I just vehemently disagree with this. You know, I was abused as a child. And I mean, I totally understand that. Yeah. I don't like to think that I chose the parents that I got <laughs> either. Right. And uh, and if you were abused, it's about a thousand times worse, you know, to. Oh, my God. To, yeah. Yeah. So I can see. I just want to be clear, like. I, I believe that and I leave room for that might not be true. And if that mm-hmm. doesn't resonate for you, please feel free to not think that. <laughs> yeah. Edit this part out. <laughs> I know. Edit this part out for yourself. Uh, yeah. But so here's another point, though, with Saturn. It actually leads us to something with karma, and Saturn is often associated with karma, right? I mean, we, we've talked mm-hmm. about the nodes with karma and evolutionary astrology. The the nodes are what we what we um, point to as showing us, you know, the karmic patterns and what we're here to learn on a soul level. But Saturn often is associated with karma in a lot of uh, astrology books you will read. And I think what is meant by karma in that sense is cause and effect of, and I, I do think that's how karma, like regular karma, not to do with Saturn has to do is anyway, it's karma is cause and effect. So yeah, Saturn has to do with cause and effect. So in that sense, it does have to do with karma. Um, but, but did you, the question I'm formulating is like, does that mean you deserved to have parents that would neglect or abuse you. No. You know, depending on the condition of Saturn in your chart, for example. Right. Like yeah. my Saturn is conjunct my moon. So you could say, well, karmically, you know, you were meant to have a childhood in which you had to step up and be the adult and not be taken care of sometimes. And mm-hmm. that mm, that's a hard one to swallow. Um, I don't, I don't believe that. I, I think that Things can manifest in different ways, and more Saturn, Saturn transits and Saturn times will say, in a sense, yes, you reap what you sow, and that is karma. In one way of looking at karma, like if you didn't do anything all of your twenties and made no decisions and didn't do any growing up, and then you get to Saturn return and it's pretty tough. Yeah, there's a way in which that was now you're reaping what you sow, you know, so Saturn's mm-hmm. playing the face of karma there. Um, so I just wanted to address that little thing about Saturn having to do with karma. Cause I get asked that a lot, like by clients, they say, doesn't Saturn have to do with karma? And it, yeah, yes and no. Depends on how you hey, think about karma. This makes me think of like, it, okay, this is hatching a whole nother egg. Here, oh but- boy. But while you were saying that, I was thinking about the United States or or even in general, just where we're at now and our karma in it, which makes me think about, I often think 
um, it's hard to do your work. It's very hard to, to do this work. Uh, life is not easy Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's really difficult to learn the lessons and to, uh, self-improve. Right. Yeah. And to me, it's very frustrating to see so many people, and it's not just one group, it's many groups of people. It's not just one type, it's many types of people. It's it, including ourselves. I think it's a daily habit to like to like try to be better, to try to be better humans, to try to be better people. And I think that Saturn is giving us some karmic lessons right now because there are a whole lot of people who haven't done their work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this a terrible point to bring up? No, it's not. Because Saturn is in its own, one of its own signs right now. It's in Aquarius, which doesn't get a lot of, again, doesn't get a lot of um, as much attention as Saturn being the ruler of Capricorn. Like we don't think of Saturn with Aquarius as much because it's got that other ruler of uh, Uranus, right? Mm-hmm. So, but Saturn being in its own sign right now, I think, and has been for the past few years, because before that it was in Capricorn, I think it is bringing up um, all these attorney and like grow up issues to the surface collectively. You know, it's like yeah. time to grow up people, time to face reality, time to, you know, put on your big person pants. I mean, this is, it is that time really starting in, um, 2019 but going like we saw all that capricorn saturn shit in 2020 yeah um when saturn was conjunct everything and in capricorn <laughs> mm-hmm. so that was the collective transit going on you know that i'm talking about and yeah i mean it's i think that we are hitting a wall of reality here with just name it you know we don't need to go into it all but we all know what things are <laughs> yeah it's like we're faced with a big test you know saturn Uh saturn is the queen or king of tests it's like here's a test you gonna pass i'm not gonna help you (laughs) you either know it or you don't right now you know sorry and saturn times like we just had this huge magnified saturn time that we're still it's kind of in you know, because of Saturn just being in Aquarius. Yeah. Um, but we're coming out of a very heightened Saturn season, you know, with Saturn, uh, what it was doing in 2020. And last year it was Saturn square Uranus. So the two co-rulers of Aquarius uh, were squaring each other in the sky last year, all mm-hmm. of 2021. So no wonder we still had Saturn as a heavy influence last year, right? The Saturn yeah. feeling is still... So that's starting to fade a little bit, you know, that square that was going on last year. However, you know, I think that um, unless we face and integrate whatever the lesson is that Saturn, the taskmaster, is trying to tell us, either collectively or individually, unless we do it, do the work, face the lesson, whatever it is, it is going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> It's just going uh-huh. to. And so I do think I, I, I'm trying to hold some hope, but I'm 
it's hard right now, you know, yeah. to hold hope that we can get our get our act together here as a species, as a country, and on the individual level sometimes, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm no, you know, saint, that's for sure. No. But it me is, neither. But I do think it's, I, I just see people running amok so often. Um, and I think, oh my gosh, it's so important to keep doing your work. It's just so important. It's so important for the sake of all the little children and the kitty cats out there. No, <laughs> but you know, like everybody, it's just that once, you know, we were all little small people running around and, uh, yeah, it's, so. it's a sad state. I mean, I think that that's like, it's funny that Saturn brought us here. <laughs> to this point in the podcast is how fucking sad everything is right now. <laughs> I told you this wouldn't be fun. <laughs> and you were right. Oh, no. Anyway, well, guys, it's about growing up. Okay, so get your shit together. And that's that's what Saturn is telling us. Yeah. I mean, if you're at one of these, so I could, before we... Uh, bring it to a close. I'm going to lay out some ages of like those major Saturn transits, those every seven year transits to pay attention to. It's pretty much the multiples of seven in your life. It could be a little bit, you know, a year or less either side of that point. So for example, uh, the first Saturn square is at age seven, the set first Saturn oppositions at age 14 ish, etc. Um, and the third at 21, right? Mm -hmm. So it just goes like that. So after you have your Saturn return, you have that first Saturn square at uh, about 35 to 36 years old. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's about, it's a crossroads time where you have to reinforce your commitment to the, the course that you've chosen mm -hmm. or you have to change course. Like it's not too late. But you could change course completely in a career or endeavor. But it is decision time. Like if you're going to double down on what you're doing or move to something completely different at that first Saturn crossroads. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. I just, I could, I, this podcast could, this particular one could last like 17 hours. I have so many things that I could say. We'll go yeah. another three, Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> we may have then, to revisit this. We may have to do a part two. Yeah. Uh, and then the third Saturn's, you know, this, that Saturn opposition point um, happens at age 43 to 44, like I mentioned, and that's one of those midlife transits, right? Mm -hmm. So at that point, you can be at a pinnacle point in a career, not that that's the highest you're ever going to go, but you're, you've reached a kind of like the top of a mountain and you're feeling like there should be some measure of success or you should start seeing the results of the hard work you put in, you know, yeah. after for 14 years of being in the working world. It doesn't matter if you've kept the same job the whole time. That's not the point. It's like, Whatever you've been working at, you want to be yielding some benefit from it at that point. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, again, might be a good time to change course. <laughs> and uh, that fourth Saturn 
season, you know, which starts at age 51 to 15 too, with the waning Saturn square is um, what you and I are in right now, Katie, we just had this transit. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about heading into a time where supposedly (laughs) we're supposed to enjoy some harvest, some sense of um, enjoyment of the things that we've been working towards. And then it's time now to start reflecting, assessing, uh, surrendering and letting go of the old cycle, which we do gradually over the next seven years until, guess what? You and I get second Saturn return. Yeah. At age 58-ish. Right. This one's going to kick ass. It's going to be so yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> get pumped. Yours is... You guys get pumped. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you're in your 50s to late 50s, get pumped because second Saturn return is coming your way. Uh Um, So I've been thinking about this a lot, like being in this phase that we're in that kicked off last year for for us and um, or maybe a little earlier for you. I don't know exactly where Saturn is. You're a little before me, but um, last year I had this Saturn square you know, the Saturn square itself, waning square. Um, and it's got me thinking about how uh, tired I am, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> how I don't want to be working as hard. But I think this is a very natural feeling to have in your 50s. Like, yeah. I can't physically do it. That's a Saturn reality. Like, I physically can't work as hard as I used to work. Mm-hmm. So better start figuring out how to maximize on on what I know and what I can, you know, parlay into passive income <laughs> is what yeah. I'm thinking about uh, rather than, you know, I can't do the same level of one-on-one stuff that I did in my 40s, for example, you know, at the, at the same pace. So realizing that, facing that reality, you know, that's often what the Saturn transits about is squaring up with where you really are in the wheel of time and age and saying, I would like to retire at some point, like not mm-hmm. yet, you know, and I may never like hear me this. I I may never retire from doing readings. I'll probably do readings until I can't do readings anymore, but it may someday be that I do a couple readings a week and that's it, you know, as opposed to what, what's happening these days. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's just facing the realities of time and limitation and age and, and all of that, which are all very Saturn themes, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about yeah. that? How are you feeling this? Yeah, I think, I think what I learned is, I think I've cut loose the baggage, you know, there's, mm-hmm. um, there's that piece. And then like, what's important to me anymore and, um, how I want to spend my time definitely is a thing. And yeah, I, I think that I've, I've always had, um, some sort of pull, you know, I'm sure people gather this from just listening to our podcast, but I've always, there, there's always been so many possibilities for me out there and it's hard to keep focused on one thing. And I think my focus is really narrowing now. Like I've narrowed it down to my two things, which is 
you know, do the importance of doing this podcast and having a really creative life is just, that's, that's it. I know that I can't work for somebody else anymore. I know, um, or that I just don't want to, you know, like Mm -hmm. I know how I want to spend my time and I actually know that I can do it on my, you know, that I can do it. I can make shit happen. Um, yeah. But also the idea of like starting over again in my life and um, re, um, I mean, there's always time to do this, but but the possibility of like starting anew and starting a new career and starting fresh somewhere else, it's like, oh, that's exhausting to me. Where that used to be appealing all the time to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it's shifting priorities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, which is natural and which should happen. Yeah. At this time, you know, and yeah. I think that that's how you can use Saturn uh, transits proactively and knowing that they're coming down the road is like mentally prepare for having to shift your priorities and, and do some reflection on mm-hmm. what's really important to you and how do you want to structure your time uh, in a day. You know, I, I use that a lot with clients and talking about Saturn times. It's like, what is the structure of your day and what is, how are you actually spending your time? Not how do you think you're spending your time, (laughs) but like sit down and look at the calendar and go, huh, I'm spending three hours a week doing this thing that I really don't want to be doing. So maybe I better change something. Right. Yeah. 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 It's getting real with that. I th- yeah, I think I stopped lying to myself, honestly, about some things, you know, where mm-hmm. I was putting my time and what, and uh, that was a theme during that Saturn square was that I was like, I was just coming to terms of what, where I needed to take more responsibility in my life and where I needed to let go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's well, kind of cool. I mean, I think that that's the one point, you know, Saturn is, Saturn brings us the gifts as we age and get smarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just reaping them right now. Right, Dina? Yeah. We are reaping it in. Yeah. <laughs> I would say <laughs> if there's a gift that Saturn has brought me this past year, it's it's being more comfortable in my skin in terms of what I know um, mm-hmm. about about astrology, about life, about I'm just I'm feeling more comfortable in that role of shall dare dare we say the elder, you know, yeah, and getting I'm making friends with it and accepting that what I know at this point is good enough. Like, not that I'm not going to continue learning. Of course I am, but where I am right now, for example, I'm not. I'm, you know, I used to do this thing where every passing webinar or workshop or class I would want to take thinking, I need to get those credentials. I need to get that credential. I need to take that course. I mean, I did that all through my 40s. And I've taken some of those things, um, not, not just about astrology, but about other topics as well. And now I'm like, yeah, I mean, I will continue to read and to learn and to take in other people's information, but I don't have this urgency about, oh, I need to get, I I actually don't need any more credentials. 
yeah. to be honest. You know, I just, yeah. at, in my 50s, I'm done. Now, I'm not saying that you know anybody out there who wants to go back to college in your 50s that you shouldn't go. Like that's a totally personal choice. But for me, I'm like, I'm yeah, I don't I don't need it for the credentials anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? All right. Well, have we covered Saturn sufficiently for today? I think that was good enough. Good enough for now. I think I know we'll be coming back to all of these planets. And this actually completes our season. Um, and we are ending season three and heading into season four next, which will be coming up on the year anniversary of when we started this show soon. So that's exciting. Talking about accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we're loving it. (laughs) And we hope that you are too. We hope you're loving it. And please reach out to us uh, if you have any questions or you just want to, you know, contribute to the conversation uh, we have a dedicated Instagram profile for this podcast at Let's Get Real Astrology. And my Instagram is at Dina DeCastro. And mine's at Spark the Sun. And we look forward to hearing from you anytime. And we'll be back in a few weeks with season four. Hang in there. <laughs> Hang in there. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You can find out more about my readings at dinadecastro.com slash readings. I also offer an astrology mentorship program where I mentor emerging astrologers and anyone who wishes to advance their astrological skills and wisdom. You can find out more about the program and apply at dinadecastro.com slash mentorship. To get more weekly insights, follow me at SparkTheSun on Instagram. Or check out my website at katiesloanastrologer.com. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple. And thanks again for listening.